Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Outsiders. My name is Zach Thraves, and I'm joined with my uh, colleague and friend, Mark Clifton. Hello, Mark. Hi, Zach. Good to Hello. be here. Good to be here. Um, we're at series two, and this is episode three, I think it is. Um, and uh, we're sort of we're diving deeper into how it feels to be an outsider and exploring the range of emotions that we uh, we encounter in life um, with our with our lifestyles, with our with with what we do, how we think. We're just sort of exploring, really, aren't we? Um, and uh, while before we dive into this week's subject, um, I've got very, very important news. We have a PDF available called uh, Five Steps to Living as an Outsider. I think that's the title we've settled on, or was it more expansive than that? I can't remember. Living your best life. Best life. There we are. As you can see, it's an organic, ever-growing thing. And uh, this PDF is available to you free of charge. And in that, we give you five steps to how to process being an outsider and how to uh, live a, your best life, live a successful life, and acknowledging that's who you are. So you can get this PDF by heading to our Facebook page, which is Mark and Zach, The Outsiders. You can type that in or go to the at, which is hip not to be square. And we will send, just put in, in the, uh, send a message, put in the title of this week's episode, which I will reveal in a minute, because it's very exciting. <laughs> Make it then, complicated, Zach. Why don't you? <laughs> why not? And then you will receive a wonderful link to our new PDF, which is very exciting, and all sorts of exciting things in there. So this week, we are talking about relationships and how those um, various stories we've got, outcomes that we've got, how we've lived through certain relationships or how it's affected our lives uh, in that. Quite a, quite a detailed subject, I think, probably one we're going to touch on again in another episode or future episodes. So I've talked for long enough, Mark. I will hand over to you to start us off with relationships. I never thought you were going to end, Zach. I thought you were on a flow there that was going to go on for some time. <laughs> but anyway, great to be here as ever. I'm really enjoying this podcast, and I hope you are as well. Not you, Zach, but the people listening. I am. Of, of, of the numbers that are slowly growing, which is wonderful. Absolutely. Uh, with regards to relationships, I mean, as we always touch up on, touch on um, as we go back and reflect, um, these are obviously, again... <laughs> Um, a byproduct of our environment growing up. And um, I think relationships are, first of all, how we see ourselves, how we view ourselves. And of course, growing up, you are, you have a very pure, clear idea of the things that you're inspired by, interested in, the people you want or you're drawn to. It's all very clear. It's all very simple. And it just gets more and more complicated as we as we get older. Um, I think for me, I've always been quick to, I think, be attracted or inspired by people. Um, I've always seen some type of person as the kind of person I want to get to know. There's always been some kind of attraction there, physical or emotional or 
spiritual or something that you you know draws you in and very often more often than not it seems to be a mutual thing and you tend to evolve and and create relationships and of course it depends on what type of relationships we are talking about there are many um but i think if we started off with friends that you get to know the the issue with that i think is it has to be a kind of a mutual appreciation or something where there's a balance um what you bring as a friend or what they bring i mean it could be going back to the most simple and basic things of growing up i suppose collecting soccer stars or something like that where you you know you amassed some collection and and then you know you were really excited about it and then one day by pure chance at school or somebody um or outside of school someone also is doing the same thing and you're like oh wow and then you start to exchange you know oh well i've got this oh and, you know, a kind of relationship evolves yeah. based on what you've got, what they've got. So this is a very simplistic way of looking at things. But you're already linked because you have kind of were drawn together and you've got a mutual interest. And as basic as this sounds, it really is, um, I believe, a foundation for many things, because uh, there has to be a balance in a relationship whatever it is, there has to be something you got or you bring and the other person has and they bring and you both mutually, you know, find it interesting and stimulating or enjoyable or whatever it is. Um, on the other side of the, of the mountain, there are situations where you think you like someone for various reasons um and it might not be reciprocated uh that is a possible thing and vice versa but it really is a strange animal because somehow there is an energy in the air that draws you to somebody uh whether it be physically or emotionally or spiritually you are drawn to somebody and there's usually a good reason for that so I think that would be a foundation for, for relationships and certainly with regard to friendships. Um, for example, Zach, let's talk about us. That would be a yeah. great foundation. That's very true. That is very true. How we, uh, we, we didn't know each other for, for Ever. however long. <laughs> I, I'm not going to reveal my age, but uh, for a very long time. And then fate plays its hand, doesn't it? If you believe in that sort of thing, um, or you can call it something else. The universe opens doors, um, things happen. I always, I've always found that certain people come into my life for a reason and then they either stay or they go. And sometimes people that you think are your best friends, and I've had a few in the past, then they disappear. Your lives go on different different uh, pathways and while it's sad i think actually changing the perspective it's should be celebrated shouldn't it? just in that that was what it was at that time and here we are now mark and i have created this this wonderful podcast that we're producing and you said earlier today we've been doing it for eight months it doesn't feel like eight months that we've been doing this yeah. but here we are enjoying this wonderful journey and getting to know each other as we're doing it and having our lovely um, meetings in London to do our live sessions as well. It means, you know, we, we're not all, we don't just sit there recording in various odd locations. We go and 
enjoy a bit of time. We have a bit of a laugh. We have a bit of a walk. We have a drink. We have a something to eat. And it's it's getting to know each other and understanding each other because we sort of this podcast what we're doing we're delving into each other's psyche exploring ourselves and in order to help other people and we're all exploring things that aren't particularly nice sometimes aren't we it's sorry to interrupt i was going to just say let let me jump in i think that the point i really wanted to make was how we came across each other as it were i think well yeah this is important because by going on a I think it was some form of marketing or business network uh, event. That's what it was. We, we found each other and we found each other because during this event, we had to introduce what we were doing. Yeah. Um, And there you are, you know, you've got something uh, that you're creating, which is all around film and using creativity and expression to combat depression and I was using music, uh, writing, and expression yeah. to to come to terms with connection and reconnection with our, you know, authentic self. And there was such a kind of commonality there that it would be absolutely mad just to pass it up. Yeah. And I think that's what I was using as a form of analogy when when we were t- when I was talking before with the about collecting. Cards. Yeah, soccer stars or whatever it is, you suddenly meet someone who's got something that you, you know, you're interested mm. in, and vice versa. And it's that's what I'm saying. There's an yeah, there's an energy in the air that brings people together. So I think we've kind of touched on the idea of a, a, a friendship and how they emerge. And obviously, most of the listeners get this, and they, yeah. they're also very aware of what friendship is about. I think what we want to try and do now is move on to to it from the perspective as outsiders. Um, because that's where we are, you know, standing out from everyone else in that regard. This is our angle. Um, so, Zach, with regard to relationships of any shape, you know, or size, can you think of some issues that you've faced with your current makeup or your makeup that you've had for all your life? Yeah, I think um, looking at analysing myself, as I've often done uh, in, in the past, I've been guilty of there's been been trust issues um for for me really in that i've always had this fear of being apart of being alone if i'm in a relationship if i'm on my own in a house if um if i'm having to do something on my own i think because of my sensitivity because i have that that idea of alienation I always think that I'm not quite connecting with the world around me. I'm not quite sure what's real and what's not. Sometimes I think that things are an illusion. And there's been a lot of times in the past where, uh, like someone I've lived with, they've gone off for the night or something, or they've stayed overnight somewhere. And it's almost like I've got to a stage where I felt like I've made them up. Which, so would you say this is some kind of abandonment issue? Quite possibly, which I don't really understand because that never happened to me as a child. I had a, you know, my parents were together up until my mum died and uh, we were all a happy family unit. However, I do think it was affected by, I think my self-esteem and my confidence is part and parcel of this. 
because it happened it's happened a lot but what i've managed to do i've managed to sort of calm it down a little bit my my partner she goes away a lot for her work and i've reached a stage of accepting that that's how i feel but that it's going to be okay i'm going to stay in the flow of things i'm not going to constantly dwell on past i'm just going to stay in the present moment and as simple as it sounds it has actually helped me get through because those long nights i get through them much quicker i just actually enjoy my company more let me just stop you zach so i'm just trying to clear clarify this for myself so you're talking about you have trust or abandonment issues that that weren't connected to anything growing up not that i can think of so why would you i didn't quite understand why would you feel those things um I think um, some of it stems from when I was alone is when I used to self-harm. So I didn't trust myself to be on my own. I was, there's that, there was that fear that I would do something because I wasn't thinking straight. But how that connects me to the way, the way I used to feel in the past, I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. So you have this issue about being on your own and the way you deal with it is by basically focusing on being in the now yes that's how I deal with it now and it has made my relationship which is how it why I thought about it for this episode because it has affected my relationships in the past but it's made my current relationship that much stronger because I'm more accepting of who I am I'm happier with who I am and I feel stronger and more confident having got through these these tasks, these barriers, broken down these barriers that I've created of feeling that I want to, that I can't be on my own. And actually it's opened up a new world for me because when I now am on my own, I enjoy doing things that I wouldn't necessarily do, like playing music that I like playing or making lots of noise. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, it's interesting, but as you say, it's, it's kind of interesting to try and piece it together as to where yeah. this comes from but um okay so we've got a solution with that anyway so being in the now and playing yeah. music it's interesting because playing music to me takes me away rather than puts me in the now brings me back yeah it's funny how we're yeah. all affected differently yeah yeah so, so what what other what other tools do you use to keep you focused uh the biggest tool i use and it's helped me with my depression is meditation that's I, I mean, I know a lot of people say about it and a lot of people don't believe in it or they think it's wishy-washy. But I, since I've been doing it, my life has been so much better. And it, it's as simple as I put on a piece of music, close my eyes, three minutes of just calm meditation and I'm back kind of thing. Um, and it just helps to do that regularly. And I would recommend anyone do it as it's easy as just listening to a track of music at your lunchtime or you know in the park or whatever or just at home it can be that simple mm-hmm. um so um so that's sort of me really what about uh, mark i'll hand over the microphone to you why thank you here <laughs> i am um yeah for me uh, i would think the, the 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 strange thing is that growing up um, I think only in done for, for positive reasons, but in the end, 
causes causing more confusion and problems was that my father would always say you know when I was working or when I was doing things you know always look at what's around you you know always the grass is greener kind of concept never settle for this never settle for that and it was kind of almost hotwired into my brain from a very very early age I never really knew about it or was aware of it but it was obviously happening um and and this has been something that I've been working on for a very long time and and, and not just friendships but relationships as well uh, mostly relationships <laughs> rather than friendships but you know this idea of you know this person's fine but you know there could be something better yeah. around the corner all the time um and unfortunately that was almost like a curse because it it's ruined so many uh, relationships with you know great people um always yeah. saw something that I didn't quite like or something happened that I wasn't quite sure about and it's not perfect it's not you know pristine it's not exactly as I want it to be therefore there must be better things around the corner right. and that's just been a fatal flaw in my makeup for a for a, yeah. well, for a long long time and it's destroyed destroyed relationships and the minute I feel or sense something's not as it should be in my, you know, set of important criteria, then I'm already reversing into what I call my exit strategy, you know, and and that can happen over a period of weeks, possibly even days. It it could be months. It could be even longer than that. And, And I think the key thing as we're talking about during these podcasts is to one be very aware of this because if you are then you know that something needs to be sorted out if you're not then you're going to be doing this for a long 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 time repeatedly until you learn a very you know harsh lesson but I think that's definitely a flaw in my character and I look back on that as I said with you I've got to look back on the situation as I've Mm -hmm. sort of said in many things I've done before we've got to be detectives of our own storyline yeah and in my case I would go I've gone back and I've gone back and I've realized that it's sort of this these words that were kept on hammered into hammering into my 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 subconscious that better things whether it's work people whatever better things around the corner and um yet you can't really any foundations with that it's like slippery you know um what you call it uh seaweed or something you know you're just constantly grasping at something that isn't going to really solidify yeah that's really Um, hard to live with to to have that and it also goes to show the power of language doesn't it because it's just simple words that can have a profound effect on on anybody and I think as a parent or as parents sometimes you're not conscious about what you're saying you're just sort of thinking you're saying something because you think that's the right thing to say without thinking about the language that's used and how that can have a knock-on effect. You don't know. And as children, we soak things up so much more easily. So that's really hard to, uh, but I think you're right in saying awareness. I think that's the key, isn't it? It's the key start. It's it's the starting point. But I think, again, what we're trying to do here is offer solutions. Mm. And, um, and this isn't just kind of general uh solutions this is based again as i keep sort of reiterating on the situation that we're in as people where we don't necessarily feel connected to to the world in in a standard or normalized way and the funny thing is 
I've spoken to quite a few people since we've been doing these these podcasts, Zach, and and what I've discovered is that virtually everybody in society is an outsider, but not necessarily from beginning to where we're at now, yeah. but through pockets of their life. I was with somebody last night. Uh, I won't name names, but we were talking about this very issue, and she was saying that for a period of her life, she was disconnected. Mm. And, you know, so I think a lot of people can relate to the concept of this. But what we what we're trying to do here is talk about um, solutions. So the awareness is that means that you are aware of what you're doing, the, you know, your behaviors, your repetitive behaviors, your cycles of, mm. of behaviors um, to change that requires some real insight. And the insights are what you've learned from in the past and the, uh, the pain or the anguish or the frustration or, or the loss that you've mm. suddenly realized because of the actions you've taken. Yeah. Um, it's looking at and, it from a different perspective, isn't it? It's stepping outside of it, not taking yeah. it from an emotion that is going to affect you or you're going to put up your barriers to protect yourself, just looking at it from what it is. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing is um, people respond differently, of course. I mean, everyone's built differently. Mm. And so if you put your project your experiences or your behaviours onto somebody, it will be different with different people. Yeah. And, and some people who are very grounded or very um, together within themselves will find it's, you know, incredible that, you know, you are prepared to sort of build a relationship with them, then suddenly take it away. Yeah. Um, and so the, these responses and these experiences only sort of give you further information and evidence that, you know, you've got to change this. Mm. And I suppose the solution is how do we change that? Well, one is the step is the awareness. Two is realisation of what it is really costing you, you know, in terms of your behaviour. What? Why, why would you do this? And the outcome of it is whatever it is mm. a loss of a friend or you know self-isolation or mm. god knows whatever it could be and then to change to change that um, which is not an easy thing to do uh, but i think when you've burnt your hand or you've cut yourself or you've injured yourself you don't really want to go through that again yeah um there's many things i'm sure you and i've got where we've physically felt something or hurt ourselves you talked about self-harming i mean mm. you, you know you do something that really was horrendous um and you don't really want to to go through that again no so exactly. you should somehow learn not yeah learn new ways of, of thinking and doing which to wrap things up because we're almost out of time this week does link us back to the pdf some of those words are in the PDF. So um, to get your free copy, type in relationships to our Facebook page in the uh, in the message. In the relationships PDF. is the key word, is it? Relationships. Yeah, this is what I... See, got to keep them on their toes. Keeping me <laughs> on my toes, that's for sure. So that's the word for this week, and you'll get your free PDF um, from us sent directly to you in your messenger. Is the so on Facebook. They on need the to Facebook. Type so head to our Facebook page. Relationship. Everybody bomb. 
we will um, see you then. So that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in on the old dial or, and, uh, or for watching us on YouTube. And we will be back next week. Okay. Listen. See you then. Good to see you, Mark. See you, Zach. Bye.